0: entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi everyone, Nick Bradley here, Scale Up Your Business podcast. Thanks for joining me again for another week. We are here with 15 Minutes to Action. I'm getting lots of awesome feedback from all of you as to how much you are loving these shorter form episodes where you can literally take something away, apply it to your business, apply it to your life even, particularly some of the stuff I've been covering recently. Last week's episode on fear has been incredibly popular. You know, it's funny, every time I talk about fear and mindset, overcoming limitations, setting new intentions, new beliefs, it's always the most popular stuff that I do, which says to me, even though this is called scale up your business, it's obviously much more than that because ultimately it's about how you overcome anything that's kind of stopping you from achieving the things that you want to achieve to both in your business and your life. So today I'm going to t- cover a topic which comes up a lot as well. It's kind of a little bit later stage. So we've got startup, we've got scale up, and then a lot of people say, well, "What's next?" You know, once you've scaled your business, what actually do you have? What do you do? And a lot of people, they, they, the reason they scale their business, the reason they want to grow, is they want to create freedom, they want to build wealth, they want to live life on their terms, and they see the business as simply a vehicle, a resource to do that, but not everyone wants to keep on going. Some people, when they, when they grow their business to a certain level, they want to stop. They want to have a degree of freedom that comes from having a lifestyle business, or in some cases, a performance business, where it's not too big that there can be heaps of complexity. However, it's still big enough that it generates more than just an income. So it's not just a job. It's not just that you are effectively, creating something that pays you a wage it pays you a salary you are creating something a bit more than that but there is a level above there is a level above and it's called an empire and you know it's funny when when i talk about things like empire or empire building it gets a bit of a negative connotation because people assume that if you're an empire builder it's bad in a kind of genghis khan sort of way but i've got a different thought on this a different belief See, I believe that if you can create an empire, an empire with your business or with a number of businesses, you can create an empire. It allows you to make a more significant and 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 quantifiable impact on the world. And I think a lot of you who have listened to Scale Up Your Business for some time know that one of my 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 big things, I, I would call it the vision that I see in the world, is that I would like to have an impact on entrepreneurial poverty i would like to have an impact in terms of making sure that people all over the world particularly in countries that don't have strong education systems the people there can have access to both entrepreneurial skill set and mindset and that comes from i forget who said it to me i wish i could remember but when my father died of cancer a few years ago someone said that you know isn't it a shame that there hasn't been a cure for cancer yet and And then something happened. I was having a conversation with someone, and they said, "Yeah, imagine if that cure for cancer is in the in the mind of someone in, in the brain of someone that doesn't have the access to to share that knowledge, that information and I remember when I ran the comrades marathon it 's an ultra marathon in um, South Africa in two thousand and thirteen. I was running through the world vision camps, and i 've shared this story a couple of times, but it was such a an emotional stage of the race. It was an emotional stage of, of kind of everything, actually, because it was like halfway through an 87-kilometer race uphill. I remember running through these camps and seeing all these orphan children and thinking, you know, what's going to happen to these guys? And so, so for me, creating an empire, the reason I want to build an empire, have that much scale, that much influence, that much ability to make change is because I see empires as having, particularly when you look at the The Facebooks, the Amazons, the Apples, these amazing businesses have the ability to make greater change now than they ever have beforehand. And I quite like the idea of, of balancing both the economic side of things with the philanthropic. So what I'm going to go through today is what I call the six peaks of value creation. And these six peaks are effectively the way that you can measure yourself against or certainly have a goal towards creating an empire, because what these are, they're they're attributes. They're attributes of what I call very high value businesses. The businesses that I've either worked in, been involved with, with, have seen from afar, have these characteristics. So as I go through them, I want you to kind of think, how do these apply to my business today? And if you do have the ambition of, hey, I want to create an empire, I want to create a business of scale, or I want to create a set of businesses, I want to make a bigger impact have a think about this as a starting point because you need to first assess yourself against these peaks and then you need to have a plan to improve each and every one of them. Okay, so that's it. That's 15 minutes, a long intro, but it's quite short and sharp today. So the first peak, the first peak of a high performance, high value business is clear vision and a strategy to make it happen. So what does that mean? It means you've got to have a clear vision of where you want to get to. Now, I speak about vision a lot. I talk about having a 20-year vision, but start certainly with a five-year vision. Where are you going? You've got to have a destination. You've also got to know where your starting point is, where you are today, and you've got to map out the plan of how you're going to get from A to B. Every great business that I work with have been part of, they have these characteristics. They have the vision. They have the strategy to make it happen. So that's number one. The second thing they have is a really strong cash runway. Now, that simply means having contingency, but also having a business that's focused on cash generation. And as we know, cash is king. So I say a minimum six-month window, minimum six-month runway, ideally more, because if you've got cash, you can do so many things. You can invest, you can you know, hunker down if, if something's happening in the world like the pandemic that has recently been affecting all of us. But that cash runway is the starting point because it also changes the psychology of how you are thinking about your business and certainly opens up your mindset to more opportunities. Equal with that is, and this is still under the second point, is a relentless focus on increasing profitability because the more you can increase profitability, the more you can increase cash. So, you know, these businesses that start up and say, yeah, we can be profitable in five years time when we get adoption rates of this on our technology um, startup, Listen, I get it. And there's a lot of money being made in that space. But I'm a bit old school when it comes to this. And I like a profit first mentality when it comes to business. Okay. So that's the second one. The third one is a unique proposition that solves a quantifiable market problem. So the key word there is unique, differentiated. Proposition means the sum of the product and service that you sell. It's the way that you sell it. It's the thing that you take to market. It's the thing that you pitch. And there is a quantifiable market problem. Now, I've spoken a little bit about this previously by saying that sometimes entrepreneurs get excited about the product they create, but what they forget to do is validate if there's actually a market there for that. So you've got to make sure that you are solving a problem that exists. You know, making sure that actually it's not really about you at all. It's about your customer. Every choice you make is about what the customer needs. And the world's changing quickly right now. So something that you thought was a problem that you could solve even a year ago may not still be the same problem. It may have evolved, changed, and you need to then pivot a little bit to be able to to do something about it. But all businesses that are creating high value can do this. They have a very clear, unique proposition that solves a quantifiable market problem. Number four is... These great businesses have a consistent flow of the right customers delivering reoccurring revenue. Two really key pieces there, consistent flow, predictable flow of the right customers, not just anybody, who you've decided is going to be your customer, who is your target avatar and recurring revenue. If you have a business where you constantly have to market to sell, market to sell, market to sell, you've got to go out there and find the market each and every time. It is extremely expensive. Your marketing costs are going to go through the roof. It's it's kind of like you know what used to happen 5, 10 years ago when everyone was investing in pay-per-click. And those clicks would add up to a lot. So your margins would have to be super high just to get the return. What you want to create is is a system so back to that proposition the proposition these days is not usually a product or service it's usually an ecosystem and the ecosystem is what can drive recurring revenue and recurring revenue just if you haven't heard that term before is where you have revenue that's constantly coming in it's predictable it's coming in because the customers are either buying from you a set of solutions like a a full and complete set of solutions something that is remarkable and solves the problem or it's systemized in some way or automated. So it could be a machine where they basically are constantly paying a subscription for that or a service that that aligns to that. But you've got to have a mechanism that not everything you do is bespoke each and every time. It is repeatable, it is consistent, and it is remarkable. Okay? The fifth characteristic of a high-value business is it is data-led. It's run by dashboards. It has an operating system that works like a a well-oiled machine like clockwork. And the way to think about this is as I've gone through the sequence today is you've got a really clear product or proposition. You've got a way of marketing and selling it. And now you need a really strong data-led way of delivering it, fulfilling that for your customers. And data, you could argue, fits everywhere along these six peaks. It's important to have a business which is metrics-driven and insight-driven all the way through. But when I say a data-led operating system, I'm talking about making sure that you are looking for constant improvement, constant efficiency all the way through the chain. Um, Sometimes this is called Kaizen, this kind of never ending quest for improvement. But the more that you can do that, the more efficiency you're going to be making. And then it ladders into point two, which is about this this relentless focus on increasing profitability. Efficiency can lead very strongly to a a very clear line to, to high profit. Okay. So have a think about that in terms of what it means. One of the things I always look at when I go into a business is, is there a clear set of processes, first and foremost? And can any of these processes be automated? And what you find is if you, if you break it down into small parts, you can actually see the cogs in the machine. And those cogs in the machine will really start to come alive as you automate. Okay, So you've got to be looking at it as a way of driving efficiency and also effectiveness. Okay, we're almost there. Number six, the six peaks of high value, of a high value business, what I call a great business. Number six is high caliber people demonstrating high performance values and behaviors. Okay, so the reason this is last is it could almost be first, is sometimes people get so involved in the product they're creating, the processes, they forget that It's people that glue everything together. You've got to have A players, rock stars, as I sometimes call it, in your team. And it's not so much just about their capability, their intelligence, their experience in in the role that they are coming to to fulfill for your business. It's about whether they are loving, loving what you're about. They're loving the mission, loving the vision. They're buying into everything that you're trying to do because you want people there who are on the journey with you. You don't want people there who are just there for a paycheck. And I know that's hard, particularly as businesses get bigger, but I've worked in companies where they have literally thousands of employees and the behaviors are so strongly set within that organization that everyone kind of runs to the same tempo, the same belief system. So this is a hard one because if you're evaluating your business now and thinking, do I have the right team? Do I have the right people in the right seats? You may, you know, I suppose internally know that you haven't got that right. It's a gut reaction, right? It's quite visceral and it's, common for me to work with businesses where they know that and sometimes i have to just give them the push just to say listen the people who helped you get to where you've got to may not be the people you need to take forward and i know that's difficult but if you want to create an empire you've got to make the decision that the greater good of what you're going to do the bigger impact means making some tough decisions now now the way to do it is you've still got to be respectful You've got to have integrity. You've got to treat people the way that you would want to be treated. So it's not about being cutthroat and callous, but it is about making the bigger decision for the bigger impact. Okay? So that's it. How do you build an empire? Well, first and foremost, you create one business that has these six, six peaks underpinning everything in it. Okay, that's what you do first you focus on the one thing you don't go and spread bet and have revenue coming in from everywhere and multiple streams of income You can have that but remember if you're gonna create your first millions It comes usually from a relentless focus on one idea Once you've done it once and I often say it's a little bit like going from base camp to a summit If you're climbing Everest base camp is where you are now as a good business, but you want to get to great You want to get to the summit once you've done it once Once you've climbed those six peaks, once you've put those things in your business, so they're operating at a very, very high level, it can be done again. You can move on to the next thing. You can make acquisitions. You can invest in other businesses. You'll have the cash to do it. You'll have the time to do it. And that's how you start to scale quickly and build an empire. So today's topic is really how do I build an empire? What are the six peaks and how can I apply them to my business, assess my business? How can I do it? And just to run through quickly again, because we're almost at time, the six peaks of value creation of a great business are one clear vision strategy to make it happen. Two strong cash runway and a relentless focus on increasing profitability. Three, a unique proposition and a unique ecosystem that solves a quantifiable market problem four, consistent flow of the right customers, delivering reoccurring revenue. Five data led operating system that runs like clockwork. It runs like a machine and six, High caliber people demonstrating high performance values and behaviors. That's it. 15 minutes to action for this week. Apply this to your business. Go away and think. Journal it down. Take some action and get started. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.